Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. When it comes to buying your first home, everyone has questions. Can we even afford to buy a house right now? Well, I need to negotiate. How do I even negotiate? Luckily, a REMAX agent has answers. Hey, Brian, those are really good questions. They are? Thanks. It's my first time buying. I work with first-time buyers all the time. I got you. Remax agents have more experience than other real estate agents. Visit Remax.com or download the Remax app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Each office independently owned and operated. Ditch the clowns on the left. And the jokers on the right. And join Michael Smirconish right here in the middle. This is the Smirconish Podcast for independent minds. I pay attention to Axios. I think that Axios, Mike Allen, Axios, I, I think it's a... Uh, I think it's a worthy outlet. Uh, everybody has a newsletter these days. None as strong as Smirconish.com. But Axios is one of those that I look forward to because I think they really know something in the same way that I appreciate Mark Halpern's wide world of news. I mean, that's kind of my trifecta, the wide world of news, Axios, Smirconish.com. Register, by the way, if you haven't. So now Axios is branching out into different markets. For example, they have recently launched Axios Philadelphia. So, okay, I signed up for it. I thought I'll take a look at it. It'll make sure that I'm conversant about local issues. But I'm really disappointed in today's Axios Philadelphia edition. Uh, First of all, in the subject line when I received it at 6.35 a.m., it said 40 years after Mumia arrest. And indeed, today, December 9, is the 40th anniversary of one of the most high-profile crimes in Philadelphia history. It's not the anniversary, Axios Philadelphia, of the arrest of Mumia Abu-Jamal. It's the anniversary of the murder of police officer Danny Faulkner, for whom Abu-Jamal was convicted by a jury and sentenced to death. On a sentencing technicality, that sentence was overturned. He's still doing life in prison without the possibility of parole. And, you know, maybe I'm being too persnickety, but I don't think so. 40 years after Mumia arrest? Are you shitting me? I mean, is that fair to Maureen Faulkner, the widow of Danny Faulkner, still fighting the fight? Here's what it says. Happy Thursday, Philly. Today's weather. Keep those heavy jackets handy. Temps will stay in the low 40s under partly cloudy skies. Situational awareness. Philadelphia Police Commissioner Danielle Outlaw failed to squash rumors on Wednesday that she's interviewed to lead the NYPD. Okay, and then they go on to one big thing. Here's the headline. Mumia Faulkner case 40 years later. Today marks the 40th anniversary of the arrest of Mumia Abu-Jamal for the killing of Philadelphia police officer Daniel Faulkner. What? Today marks the 40th anniversary of the arrest? 
Why it matters. December 9, 1981, fatal shooting in Center City is one of our most high-profile police shooting cases in Philadelphia and around the world. The arrest and conviction of Abu Jamal sparked a global movement to free the activist and formal journalist, former jur- journalist. State of play, Abu Jamal, 67, is serving life in prison at the State Correctional Institution Mahoney in Schuylkill County. Born Wesley Cook, Abu Jamal was convicted of murdering Faulkner in 1982. Oh, thank you so much for sharing that detail. His sentence was reduced to life in prison in 2011 after spending decades on death row. Abu Jamal has always maintained his innocence. While behind bars, he published dozens of books and commentaries, including Live from Death Row in 1996. There's still much disagreement about what happened December 9, 1981, but a few of the details known include... Faulkner pulled over Abu Jamal's brother, William Cook, for a traffic stop early that morning. Abu Jamal, who was working as a taxi driver nearby, attempted to help his brother. An altercation ensued between Abu Jamal's brother and Faulkner, leaving Faulkner dead and Abu Jamal shot in the chest. Well, that's just appalling, that summary. Instead, I direct you to something I'm about to play for you. But I'd like you to also watch it on my Facebook page. Colin Kaepernick, like many other celebrities, was drawn to the Abu Jamal case uh, within the last year. And I did a commentary on CNN, put aside, you know, four minutes and said, Mr. Kaepernick, there's a thing or two that I'd like to tell you about this case. And this is, I think, as tight and concise a summation as I can give you about what happened 40 years ago today in Philadelphia. But please watch it. Watch it on Facebook, but give a listen. This is a message for Colin Kaepernick. And for what it's worth, I think you were blackballed from football for exercising your speech. And that's not right. Except in extreme circumstances, no man should pay with his livelihood for speaking his mind. And I'm sure that's why no team has picked you up. Then again, while I'm a casual fan, I'm a bit out of my element when it comes to the X's and the O's of the NFL. And might I suggest that when it comes to Mumia Abu-Jamal, you are similarly out of your depth. I see that you've just called for the immediate release of this convicted cop killer, claiming that he was framed by a racist police department for the 1981 murder of Officer Danny Faulkner. He had no record before he was arrested and framed for the death of a Philadelphia police officer. Since 1981, Mumia has maintained his innocence. His story has not changed. Mumia was shot, brutalized, arrested, and chained to a hospital bed. The first police officer assigned to him wrote in a report that the Negro male made no comment, as cited in Philly Mag. Yet 64 days into the investigation, another officer testified that Mumia had confessed to the killing. Mumia's story has not changed. This is a subject I know a little something about. You could say that I literally wrote the book, this book. 2008, I co-authored Murdered by Mumia with Danny Faulkner's widow, Maureen. It was briefly a New York Times bestseller. By the way, neither of us accepted any proceeds from the sale of the book. So here's the short version based on trial testimony. On December 9, 1981, at about 4 a.m., 25-year-old Daniel Faulkner was executed while making what seemed like a routine traffic stop. 
Faulkner pulled over the brother of Abu Jamal, a.k.a. Wesley Cook, who was driving his car the wrong way on a one-way street. Abu Jamal was then working as a taxi driver. He saw the police stop from across the street. And four eyewitnesses testified at trial as to what happened next. Their testimony portrayed a horrific sequence. Abu Jamal ran across the street, shot Officer Faulkner in the back, and then finally between the eyes. Before that final fatal shot, Officer Faulkner had himself discharged his gun, hitting Abu Jamal in the stomach. With that bullet, you could say that he confirmed the identity of his executioner. When police arrived, Abu Jamal was still wearing his shoulder holster. The murder weapon registered to him was next to him on the ground at the murder scene. He'd purchased it at a local sporting goods store. Ballistics tests verified that the bullets found in Abu Jamal's gun were the same caliber, brand, and type as the fatal bullet removed from Officer Faulkner's brain. Both men were taken to a local ER. Faulkner was pronounced dead. Abu Jamal was heard by witnesses, including a security guard, to say, I shot the MFR and I hope the MFR dies. So the case had eyewitnesses, a ballistics match, and a confession. Danny Faulkner left behind a young widow, Maureen, who for four decades has stood up to a torrent of lies and misinformation about the case. For reasons that have never made any sense, Abu Jamal has, over the years, become the darling of Hollywood activists, rock bands, documentarians, and college students. Mumia is a former Black Panther, a charismatic character who snowed a lot of people over 40 years with rhetoric that is simply nonsense. And now he seeks to do so with a new generation led, apparently, by Colin Kaepernick. Whenever I'm educating someone about the case, in addition to what I've just told you, I always like to underscore one fact. Abu Jamal's brother, William Cook, he saw it all. His words to police upon their arrival were, I ain't got nothing to do with it. And he has never testified on his brother's behalf. Let me say that again. The brother of the man convicted of killing the cop has himself never taken the stand to tell a different story, and he was there. In 1982, a multiracial jury heard the case. They convicted Abu Jamal, then sentenced him to death. For a quarter century, an endless cycle of Abu Jamal appeals made a mockery of the judicial system. His defense team attracted a long list of celebrity supporters. A street was named for him in France. NPR gave him his own radio show. He wrote several books. This all after he was convicted of murdering a cop. But at home in Philadelphia, Abu Jamal was never able to cultivate broad community support. People at home know what happened and never bought into the Hollywood lore. In 2011, Abu Jamal's death sentence was ultimately overturned on a technicality. He's currently serving life without parole. Abu Jamal will die in jail, a fate more civilized than that which he gave to Danny Faulkner. So thank you, Mr. Kaepernick, for listening. I should note you were invited to be on this program. I was told that you aren't doing any interviews on the subject. You should know that Maureen Faulkner, police officer Danny Faulkner's widow, would love to talk to you about the case. Will you take that meeting? Back in real time. As Paul Harvey would say, now you know the rest of the story. Needless to say, Colin Kaepernick never accepted that invitation. And and how about the detail where I say the brother said nothing? To, to Axios' telling, 
Faulkner pulls over Abu Jamal's brother, William Cook, for a traffic stop. Abu Jamal, who was working as a taxi driver, attempted to help his brother. An altercation ensued between Abu Jamal's brother and Faulkner, leaving Faulkner dead. Yeah, how about mentioning Axios, that the brother did play a central role in this? And if if Mumia didn't murder Danny Faulkner, don't you think the brother would have said so? Sorry to make it such a somber note to end the program, ladies and gentlemen, but this is a very important case to me, a very important cause to me. I literally wrote the book on the subject with Maureen Faulkner. What an honor that was. Hear more of Michael Smirconish on Sirius XM's POTUS, Channel 124. Live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Michael Smirconish for Independent Minds. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home.